Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and thank you so much for joining us for your SmackDown post show for February 16th. We had an early rampage today. We had your regular SmackDown today, but we have... Sean Rossap in the house, as well as Alex Cardoza, as we do every week. But before we get into Sean's news that he wants to share with you guys, we'll ask you to leave a thumbs up on this video. We'll also ask you to get in your super chats and your humper chats if there's anything that you want to ask Sean while he is here. Tons of stuff, obviously, going on in the wrestling industry, including stories that are a little bigger than the wrestling industry. We understand that, but we have news coming out on Fightful Select all the time, as well as on our free tier for things that feel icky to paywall. So we always champion that for injury news, anything to do with this Vince scandal that isn't supplementary details. But why should I tell you about that when we have the scoopster himself in the house with the most scoops and the most accurate scoops? That's for damn sure. Sean Rossap. Hi, Sean. How are we doing? Hi, guys. Thank you for, for having me again. I'm actually, I'm taking Saturday off. Very excited about that. What? But- Oh my God! I can't wait to hear about uh, I Hulk Hogan that? doing a corkscrew 450 elbow drop onto Donald Trump's face, and then them fighting at UFC tomorrow night. Like that's what's gonna happen. That's that is what's gonna happen. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, get your get your super chats, get your humper chats in. Fightfulselect.com is not taking the day off Saturday. We are going to have a Vince McMahon update that is going to be on our free tier. Uh, We have started to post a lot more stuff on our free tier because there's a lot of stuff that previously we had posted on Fightful. And I was like, you know what? This is exclusive to us. But if it's going to emerge imminently anyway, it can go in that free tier. But $5 a month, $54 a year supports us. Today, we had the SmackDown plans, not just for this week, but for next week. Tomorrow, we'll also have producers uh, notes from Masha Slamovic. We talked to uh, uh, Akira Tozawa as well. We had a rumor killer on the CMLL-AEW partnership. Uh, There is no restriction on Mexican talent appearing on AEW while CMLL talent is on there, as evidenced a couple weeks ago by Commander facing Wardlow. We had details on the TNA creative team. Tommy Dreamer 
shut down those rumors that he is heading it up. Now I can tell you there, there are some talent that were under the impression of that, but I, I spoke to a lot of people and they're like, no, it's RD Evans. It's Hunter Johnston, who is delirious. It's Tommy dreamer. And now it's Gail Kim. And uh, I think it's George Barbosa. We have a, a bunch more details on that. Corey Brennan has been killing it with the NXT news. I know that he swung by the NXT post show this yeah. week as well, which I love and I hope we see more of. He has become our NXT insider. Like our NXT scoops have exploded over there thanks to him. And then we had a bunch of news on uh, the, on the uh, gosh, QT Marshall, uh, Chris Jericho, uh, like gosh, people backstage at AEW, a lot of stuff like that. But um, The Rock, what do y'all think, guys? I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm going to talk about this at the top of the show. Sure. Well, we have some chats about this, and I'll kick off with my thoughts, and then I'll throw it to Cardoza, too. I really like The Rock as a heel. Like, this just feels a little bit more organic, a little more fun, a little bit more teeth. But it did feel like this kind of skirted the creative of the fact that Cody won the Royal Rumble. And I know heels aren't always <laughs> supposed to think in the most obvious and logical of ways that they're supposed to have flawed ways of thinking. But when the flaw is Cody won Royal Rumble, that feels like a pretty big one for me to ignore when your whole promo is about um, people losing and then leaving. It's kind of like, well, he did earn his way back with the Royal Rumble win. But uh, Cardoza, what were your thoughts? And then we'll get into these super chats that are rolling in. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird to... Um... To kind of see the rock back in this role, right? Because for the for the longest time, he's just been showing up and giving everyone smiles and a big flashy, you know, popping of the lights because everyone wants to see him. So kind of seeing him wearing the 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 cut off sleeve shirt, you know, obviously his arms are too big to fit into anything. Um, <laughs> he just, I, 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 you know, I understand a lot of people are upset about what's been happening. I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna take it. It was polarizing, the reaction. Yeah. I saw a lot of people say swing and a miss. I saw a lot of people say he's back. He's back. Uh, so, oh, my God. Uh, we, we got – oh, no. Dude, go ahead, Kate. I go was going to home. Make yourself at home with what the Super Chat. I have been long-term storytelling on this post show for two years now, okay? You can't just come in here – last minute and decide that you're running the show but i was going to start off with this one from zach who said officially going to revolution i hope to beat a bunch of the fightful community well there be there so zach i'm finally gonna meet you man i'm so excited about this the hell yeah hell man yeah uh, um, also listen i just want to brag fightfulselect.com scoop confirmed queen aminata is all elite and it is deserved very much she's become uh, like a performer that I just love watching. And not only that, I was so happy to see her facing J-Rod on ROH because yes. there are four names specifically that have really emerged on the women's indie scene that I look at. And I'm like, so, several of these are very, very young in their career, but it's Brittany Brooks, uh, J-Rod, uh, Eric Ademia, and gosh, there's, there's another one that I, I always mention, uh, Maggie Lee. And they've all got right? they've all got incredible looks. Like if they popped up on NXT or AEW or ROH tomorrow, you'd be like, "Oh, they look like TV stars." And uh, J Rod, man, J Rod's she's got it, and she's just only going to get better. But 
It was yeah. very fun getting to review ROH. It feels like a much improved product from where it was a couple of months ago. Uh, and J-Rod, her match yesterday was super fun with Queen Amanada. And to your point, you just knew what she was about immediately when she showed up, just looking at her, which was very cool. But a generous super chat from Anthony Velasquez coming in saying The Rock is a great talker, but that promo made no sense. What does he mean that Cody shouldn't get a rematch? Did The Rock forget Cody won Royal Rumble? That's kind of where I was at on this. So, yeah, I listened to that. And first off, there were some lines that were great. The indoor attendance record for Trailer Park Trash. That was phenomenal. I liked that. that. Um, Roman officially announcing Rock for the Bloodline. That was cool as well. Um, the Rock talking about how you had the biggest main event in WrestleMania history. And you, you tweeted it away. I thought that was good. However... Listen, buddy, I was a Chicago Bulls fanatic in the 90s, and who the hell wasn't? Who the hell wasn't if you were a kid in the 90s? Talking about the Utah Jazz in that situation, I I don't know if it was intentional for him to be completely absent-minded and oblivious, but I don't know if The Rock knows this, but the Utah Jazz made it to the 97 NBA Finals and lost, and then they faced them again the next year in the 1998 NBA Finals. And that would have been like what The Rock was saying. Oh, they dusted himself off. That's what Cody did last year. Cody dusted himself off. He didn't complain. He didn't complain about the interference. Then he came back and he won the Royal Rumble. Just like the Utah Jazz uh, taking a break from impregnating 13-year-old girls to go and earn their way back to the 1998 NBA Finals. What they didn't do is say, well, the Lakers were real good a decade and a half ago. So they should let, let's come on. Come on, Lakers. What are you doing? You I, you got Shaq? Come back. Come on. Let's go. We love you. My no. other issue with that being too is they've been both in and out of kayfabe with us. And I personally like promos like this. I CM Punk is why I became a wrestling fan, right? So like people that are grabbing bits of reality and folding it in, I really loved that. But the press conference felt like entirely came fabe. So it just feels like they are a little muddy on that. But more chats coming in from you guys. Uh, the line drive saying Dwayne learned nothing from getting coached by Cena. And he looked worse than Jericho's Chris Farley looking midlife crisis right now. He did. He did. <laughs> just shtick and a rambling promo with analogy that doesn't apply to the Rumble winner. That was my thing. Was it really felt like they were scooting around that Royal Rumble win. But. A sizzling super chat there. <laughs> so we've got a couple of big questions. Like, why is The Rock ignoring that? And why has Cody not answered this? Which I will say, if you advertise, Cody explains why he was going to give the match to The Rock. I'm going to, I mean, I'm watching Raw anyway. But if I wasn't going to watch Raw, I'd be like, okay, I want to find out what the hell, what the hell he was talking about. Sure. And I would love it to be... Like him saying the rock was manipulating me type of thing. I would even love the devil on his shoulder, Drew McIntyre to come and say, yeah, I know what was happening or CM Punk to show up and do it. Uh, I, I thought CM Punk showing up at, at any point and slapping Cody in the face and being like, you better not let him do to you what he did to me type of thing. Like that would I be really, thought, really cool. Um... And Sammy in this mix, too. I feel like all of them should. But that kind of makes Cody look weak. But, like, Sammy Zayn being like, do you know what I would give for another mm. shot at Roman freaking Reigns? <laughs> would be yeah. like, 
really, really good creative. But Flame Inc. saying, I'm confused. Is Roman or Rock the head of the table of the fam? Right now, I feel like it's like at a formal dinner table where you have one on one end of the table and one yes. on the other end of the it, table. And they're just it's staring a joint each venture. Down. It is a joint venture. Yeah. What I see happening is at some point after Roman and Rock, whether they win or lose their match at Mania as a tag team, if it happens, they'll have their thing. But the moment Roman loses yeah. the title, yeah. I think The Rock will also come to the ring after Cody's celebration and all that. And he'll pick up the lay and he'll walk away. I've mentioned this before. There was this Hogan quote, which is completely full of shit. Um, <laughs> no way. Completely full of shit. Oh, where Hogan? he says, oh, brother, well, when Warrior beat me, they were watching me go up the ramp and not him. No, people were excited for Warrior. Revisionist history. Warrior was a very, very over talent regardless yeah. of how he drew after that. However... They're going to watch Cody Rhodes celebrate to the back, assuming he wins. But Roman Reigns has been the main character of this company for a decade. For a decade, yeah. and especially the ruler of this show for four years now, uh, effectively. Oh. So you cut back to the ring, and there he is. And all you got to do is have The Rock just standing there watching him pick up the lay and take it. And then. When Roman Reigns beats The Rock six months, a year down the line, Rock puts it on him. There you go. That, I mean, that is, that cinema right there. That is, that is cinema. You, you wrote it better than I would. I'm going to give you my job title. There you go. Rock Archul Wood saying, Rock knows Cody won Rumble. His character doesn't care. Then there's the fact that in kayfabe cody gave up the match so rock the character is pissed at the fans for screwing that up um that feels a little muddy to me from the perspective of he never did fully declare he said i sought counsel on this guy and i'm not gonna do it at mania and they said jk though um it feels like they're trying their best to resolve something that i think for me, as a fan, can't necessarily be resolved super well unless Cody actually explains. And we have, like, two months to get there. But Cody needs to explain why he just willingly gave up to The Rock um, in the process. But I get that line of thinking. It just feels like because of what it feels like we know in real life that him just ignoring the Royal Rumble whim feels suspect, especially when Cody was like, I'm coming for you, Roman Reigns. <laughs> here's, here's some. Actually, let me let me do this one. Muhammad Ali says, uh, "I think the promo allows Cody to make sensible points and get more over because he makes sense." While The Rock is the heel, just demanding the match. Yes, he does. Like he, I think that that's a good point, and I don't disagree with Joel's uh, super chat necessarily. They can make sense of this, and. My hope is that the parties involved do want to make sense of it because that's what makes a good show to me. If the show makes sense, I'm probably just going to like it by default because I want to like pro wrestling. But right now, we don't have the answer as to why the hell Cody was going to give him that anyway. For The Rock, it could be as simple as he just doesn't care about anybody else. Mm -hmm. He, this, mm -hmm. The audience didn't bring this out of him. It just pulled back the curtain that this is who The Rock is type of thing. The Rock was absolutely willing to say, yeah, I don't really care about the Royal Rumble. I care about myself and retaining my spot because I'm an egomaniac type of thing. 
Chris says, in character, Cody gave up uh, to Rock. Yes, he did. But I would love for him to say, you know what? I thought that's what everybody wanted. Like, I thought that's what people would want. And I didn't want to let people down again. But I've got to do it. Got to do it. Sure. Tonight, like, the rocker... all received bad advice from time to time, right? Like, I think there's yeah. a creative way around that of, uh, I saw a counsel in somebody and then I saw the way this guy acted after he gave me that advice and it was completely contrary to what he said he was going to do or whatever. Like there are creative avenues you can take, but no explanation from Cody doesn't work for me. James Zimmerman said tonight, the rock reminded me of Chris Jericho and Yas Nuff said, see, so it is, it is kind of polarizing because there are a lot of people that are like, hell yeah, let's look at this. <laughs> let's, <Yeah>. let's, sure. <clears throat> let's rock with this. Uh, Chuck says, thank you for all you guys do. Hashtag no pop gets me every time. <laughs> it's so weird because like all Seth's got to do is say that's a pretty good pop because it's very clearly not true. It was such a ridiculous. I mean, Roman's oblivious too in that sense. But uh, James says off topic. Not sure if Fightful already has one for Android, but you should guys consider a mobile app. We're doing a complete site integration. Uh, for some reason, years ago, when Fightful started, we were on a terrible platform and still are called Drupal instead of WordPress. And oh we're my finally, uh, yeah, oh yeah, oh buddy. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, buddy. I complained about it in 2016 and I've been complaining about it for eight years. So you might as well uh, be on Ning or whatever that was back in the day as well. well I know fire. some of those words, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, K775 says, do you think they're going the direction of Rock costing Roman the match and doing a one-year build similar to Cena? I don't think the Rock will cost him the match. I think, I think if anything, we stand more of a chance of seeing Sammy, Randy, Kevin, Jay, Drew, all these people that have been screwed over, babyface, heel, whatever, like forming a shield to keep the bloodline out and then a disappointed Rock sort of seeing things, but. Martin says, strong nation of domination vibes at the end. It's wild to see The Rock in a stable. Yeah. It is yeah. insane. And I love it's been it. Been a long time. Because it's been him just, hey, let's come out and beat up whoever we deem the disposable heel and yeah. not doing any real story. And yeah, Bako 5 says, now I want to see Cody versus The Rock at SummerSlam. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, The Rock had one match left. One match left that anybody gave a shit about. And now there's like three or four. Yeah. Incredible. Levi we'll Watson. See says, what we get in ring, because that's going to be very much a piece of this for me. It'll very be incredible. Much. Just kidding. Levi Watson says the Rock challenged Austin at Mania by telling him the Rock has done it all except beat Austin at Mania. Is Cody's story not much the same? Sort of. I mean. I would put winning your first WWE title above beating a guy you faced two times at WrestleMania already and just not done it. But yeah, it is similar in that regard. I mean, Cody could even say that. It's like, <laughs> true. you came out and complained for, for a match against a guy who you knew was on his last legs, hadn't wrestled for a year, and you were like, I got to face him. There's, there's ways Cody can do that and be smart about it. Rock hard Joel Wood says, I think it could be as simple as The Rock told Cody he was going to bring down Roman in the bloodline. And then at the press conference, he told a completely different story as if he lied to Cody. 
Well, that would work, Joel, but Cody straight up said, not at Mania. Not at Mania. So I don't think that that one would necessarily fit. Yeah, that that specific line is coming back to haunt them a lot. Like as they're trying, that's the linchpin of making this pivot so difficult, in my opinion, because he specifically said mania. If he had said in general or just hadn't said it at all, completely different ballgame. And we're in a different time. It, it, It seems like in the last 10 years, Fans are so much more involved in like the back end of stuff and and listening and trying to figure out what's exactly going on in the ring. And they'll pull receipts. They'll pull the yes. TikTok videos and they'll tell you, they'll sit there and criticize and be like, well, you just said this and now this is happening. So like, what's going on? Social media won't let you sleep. <laughs> I got to say, uh, Austin Gunn's most recent tweet, I'm going to put it up on the screen, is really great. Ah! <laughs> oh my god i tell you man i thought i thought we were at war here and no one liked each other in wrestling from what i just, read on the twitter cmll and triple a but we'll get to that <laughs> tim says the utah jazz analogy is perfect just like they did to the bulls cody will lose to roman two years in a row he'll pass hulk in september and be the longest wow. champion since 1971, wow. will he have um, the flu too, just like Jordan did? <laughs> it was P. It was uh, it was uh, freaking food poisoning. He said that's what it was, wasn't it? Oh, food. it's not. It was the flu game. It's the flu game. It was, flu it was game. the flu I know, game. Yeah. But he said that he had food poisoning. Either way, well, I mean, you know, Sean. That brings up an interesting point, though. If Roman does win, is it a worse move to have had? this pivot happen then like is it well, worse to have cody in this match and then lose or is it um better to have him in the match because he won rumble well, also i just want to say this why is everybody forgetting bob backland's title reign i that's why, what i i was thinking the same thing what what are we talking about 1971 what are we talking about hogan's record what are we talking about oh well then will he get to bruno bob backland recognized as holding sure. the title 2100 days now yep WWE could retcon that. They could absolutely do that and say, all of a sudden, I mean, The Rock and Roman Reigns could even politic to get Antonio Inoki's <laughs> title reign recognized uh, from 1979 and then chop a whole bunch of days off of that. That could happen. Oh that, that could be a thing. And you know what? I think there'd be actually a lot of people that'd be like, cool, Antonio Inoki's title reign. I wish they'd do that. I wish they would combine the world heavyweight title lineage with the big gold belt lineage as well. I, there's a lot of stuff I wish they could do. Fernando says, Cody says he got offered an EVP spot on the TKO board in exchange for the mania spot. <laughs> Cody still keeps the title shot for a different date. Oh, brother. It's the insider era. Everyone got scoops. I Everyone want the scoop. Scoops. I want the scoop on why, uh, Kate's mic always rubs up against her hair or her neck. So it's I listen. I've been told by Optimum for six months I'm moving back into my studio and it hasn't happened. So I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Just to but be Tony, fair, I'm I'm working on a deal for Kate, so she's gonna have yeah. gear soon. I've got people Real all over this industry. Real professional gear stuff on me. Ooh, but nice. we did have a payroll. hopper chat that came in about the CMLL AAA situation that was for you specifically, Sean saying. 
Can you run it back on the info about CMLL talent at AEW? Uncle Dave is still commenting on Twitter saying that no Mexican talent can work the same night as CMLL wrestlers. Thanks, SRS. You the man. Sean is the man. And he does have some clarity on this that was on Fightful Select earlier. uh, Yeah, outright not true. I was straight up told by AEW that is not true. And they pointed at the fact that Commander, who is not in, it doesn't matter what company. So I'm, listen, I'm not trying to bury Dave or anything, but what he reported was it doesn't matter if they're in AAA or wherever they are. No other Mexican wrestlers can appear on shows of AEWs in which CMLL are featured on. That isn't true. Mm. Penta was set for the tapings this week. CMLL were on the January 31st show in which Commander also appeared on. So AEW is claiming that that is not true. And I believe Commander even also has a AAA title, I think. Don't quote me on that because I don't follow AAA, but I'm pretty sure he's been carrying around that AAA mega title for a little bit now. So um, the programming is the proof in the pudding, I guess. Putting, I, putting... I can tell you that Dave's claim is no Mexican wrestlers can wrestle on a TV show where CMLL wrestlers wrestle. Hmm. Interesting. I, I don't know. I don't know. I AEW just told me uh wasn't true. Uh, Mr. Acosta says, screw logic. I'm sports entertained. We are so back. Yeah. Nicholas says, I found a good way of explaining it. Cody says, Rock threatened him with his board spot. When Cody told Triple H, uh, he had felt back enough to change. I, I feel like it makes Cody look a little bit like a bitch. Yes. And I don't think he should look like a bitch. No, he shouldn't look like a bitch. It's very hard to find ways out of this that don't make Cody look like a bitch. Mm. Honestly, like anything that I can come up with creatively is either his raw cohorts, like talking him back into it, all this kind of stuff kind of compromises the character. So they're going to have to weave through this pretty carefully. But Brandon, Brandon, I was going to read it for you because we both ahead. paused at the same time. I'm dyslexia. I prefer you do, but I'll do it. <laughs> do you Go think ahead. Paul Heyman gets pushed out of the bloodline now that The Rock is here? He's been linked to Braun for a little bit now. Also, let's not forget CM Punk is back. There's some fun storytelling that could happen there after CM Punk is able to return. Um, that is a good question. Does he get pushed out as kind of the wise man of the whole group? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I think that eventually he probably goes to Braun. He goes to the shiny new toy. And I think that is a part of Roman losing everything. I think we need to see a real like descent of Roman. Because people are going to be excited for the rise once again. Something interesting with uh, Braun Breaker specifically, and who knows after WrestleMania where we go with superstar shakeups or drafts or whatever, but Braun Breaker is the last person to have pinned Gunther. And so him kind of flirting around the Intercontinental title, I felt like was a really fun hint at a possible story. If Gunther maintain, retains through WrestleMania season, it would be really cool to see some sort of open challenge where Braun shows up, maybe with Heyman in his corner or whatever, but that still sticks out to people who watch the NXT product as Gunther never pinned on the main roster properly. Uh, Braun was the last guy to do it, and he can sure kind of stick that to him. Uh, and I'll answer this one. Flaming says, Sean, sorry if, you have, uh, if I upset you about the wrestling news comment I made. Thank you for what you do. I'll just ignore most about surprises. 
uh, for some clarity, uh, I was asked if like surprises being ruined were, were harming wrestling. It ain't new. It ain't new. When I was a kid, I read that Jeff Jarrett was going to be on Nitro after he left uh, WWF. It, it ain't going anywhere. It always existed. Uh, since really the, the late 90s, it's always existed. Don't know what to tell you guys. But thank you guys for uh, having me on. You are welcome. And I'll also just say, if Sean didn't report it, someone else would. We just report it first yeah, accurately yeah, a lot crazy. of the times because Sean's really good at his job. So First of all, we have what's called breaking news all over the world in regular news cycles and sports. This yeah. is nothing new, people. And listen, not to not to toot Fightful Select's horn, but I didn't grow up on Meltzer, Mike Johnson, Wade Keller, stuff like that. And that's not a shot at them. I didn't have good media literacy with wrestling. I grew up on like WrestleZone, Lords of Pain. Same, same. Four, four on one mania, Gerwick, stuff yep. like that. I grew up on sports writing. And let me tell you, if you got a problem with the term expected or rumors mm -hmm. that don't come to fruition, oh boy. Whenever I hear somebody say this would never happen in real sports, if our accuracy for things that didn't come to fruition was anywhere close to what top sports people were, I would, man, I, I'd have got packed up a long time ago. Mm. It's just, and that is not a scripted situation. No, Arson Judge, for goodness sakes. They changed his name and were wrong about where he was going. Arson Judge. Judge. Yeah, poor he's guy. A, uh, he's a Padre, isn't he? <laughs> he was the San Francisco Giant for about 20 oh, Giant. Seconds. There we go. Sorry. Somewhere <laughs> out there in the West Coast. See, I just I just did it. <laughs> see? Easy to do. But Will saying with the new bloodline with the Rock, can you see them having a segment with he trying to try to get him? Jay. Back? Jay to Jay, try to get him back. Yeah, there you go. Or will he stay loyal to his drinking <laughs> buddy Cody Yeet? Well, thank you for the sign off of Yeet. <laughs> 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 Oh boy. Um I I you know what? I think they probably could because that might be what finally manifests Jimmy versus Jay in some capacity. Because that that has to be done for WrestleMania. You do that match, but uh I I mean Jay has seen the promised land. He's a big star on WWE Raw right sure. now. Like it, it worked exactly right. I mean, the bloodline, you can say it's lasted longer than it needs to, but it has made Roman Reigns when all is said and done, Roman Reigns will have main evented WrestleMania more than any wrestler ever. And I think yeah. Hogan still has the record at like, like eight or nine or something like that. Um, but, oh man, uh, they, they launched Jay Uso as a single star. They helped launch solo. Jimmy is, Jimmy is pretty much what he's going to be, I think, which there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, Paul Heyman has continued to just, be exactly what he should be as well. Uh, yeah, Heyman's by the way, I, I think that uh, Roman will pass the record. Uh, maybe is it? Yeah, this year he should pass or or reach Hogan's record of WrestleMania main events. Wow. Paul Heyman's track <clears throat> record is pretty incredible. When you look at Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, CM Punk being, I think those are your three longest yeah. reigning champions so really really impressive stuff when you look at his legacy and all of this but sean i think that's all the chats that we need you for is there anything else that you want to talk about regarding fightful select or fightful in general 
Again, uh, we talked to Akira Tozawa, Masha. We've got producer info, backstage info on SmackDown. Hey, guys. Have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made, and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing, too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We've got next week's SmackDown plans as well on Fightful Select. Uh, We also have a thing that it's pinned on my Twitter. It's a series that we just worked on. It's something that I have, uh, honestly, it's been uh, something I've wanted to do for a long time. It's called Crime in Combat. And the first episode looks at Joe Sun, who most of you know as the guy who threw a shoe in Austin Powers. I knew him as the guy who got punched in the ball sack over and over again. in a UFC fight and uh, he had some pretty horrific crimes that he uh, perpetrated. And uh, yeah, he also got his ass whipped by Shinya Hashimoto while wearing a thong at uh, an all Japan wrestle one show. Yeah, exactly. But it is (laughs) pinned on my Twitter and I would love some feedback. Do you guys want us to start a new channel for that? Do you want them here on youtube.com slash fightful? Uh, you know, there there are a lot of things we probably should have done years ago. We probably should have had a separate interviews YouTube, but we're too far gone for that now. So uh, we're, we're just evaluating some things, but you'll get early access to all of those on uh, Fightful Select, of course. And we're looking for sponsors for this crime in combat series. Uh, but yeah, we're just kind of gauging gauging that, but it's a nice little eight, nine minute video that I think you guys might like. And uh, it's got some production values that, that we're, we're very proud of. Rob has been doing a, a really great job there. One of three Robs that we have on. Fight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who would have thought Sean would find a way to smush crime based documentary East off and wrestling <laughs> together. I'm I suggest, not, I suggest playlists, Sean, just open a playlist. Okay. Keep I, it on the, I, keep, you keep it under the same channel. Everything has a separate playlist, and like people—it's just easier for people to find. I like that too. Uh, James says, "Sorry for bringing up a different channel, but for you guys that haven't seen the Wrestle Talk video on the Anawaii Fatu family dynasty, you should." I don't mind you bringing up Wrestle Talk at all. Wrestle Talk has long been uh, really great to us. They are—I'm uh, not going to say they're responsible for our success, but they are a big reason 
why my profile was raised in the UK and I, I have always been cool with them. I will shout them out whenever. And yes, their, their bloodline and Hawaii family video was really fantastic. Good. I really, really loved it. Um, Ollie and, and Luke are just so entertaining, especially Luke pretending to be Fred Durst during that video. I'll say this about Luke too. He was just one of the nicest. When I first got into this space, mm -hmm. just so you know, I did not have like an extensive track record. I got yeah. to go from independent stuff right into Fightful. Um, and Luke was one of the first people to just be so wonderful and kind to be in this space and continues to be. And I'm so thankful for um, his friendship and kindness on top of what he contributes to, to wrestling. So the wrestle talk, especially of anybody, but we don't have a problem with you bringing up as long as they're not, not like all. the worst other, <laughs> other yeah. people in this space. But John, thank you so much for joining. And we'll just reiterate to injury news, like what happened with Shotzi, which sucked. Um, the Vince scandal as things evolve will either be free on Fightful or on our free tier on FightfulSelect.com. That is ha handled with an incredible amount of care and responsibility by Sean. But just because there's not things evolving every day that's reported with it, that does not mean we are not on yeah. top of the story Correct. as much as we could possibly be. So thank you, Sean. We appreciate you being here. Thank you, brother. Thank you all. Be well. Thanks, Sean. I will take a moment just to put Sean over for that because I got to say, as a gal in this space, uh, there's a lot of ways where Sean goes out of the way to proactively protect me and make sure that I am safe in this space. But sometimes just the nature of his reporting and the way that he handles things uh, sure. makes you feel <clears throat> safe as a gal in this space anyway. Like it doesn't even take him being proactive. It just takes him handling those situations with as much care and responsibilities as he does. So always thankful for that. Always happy to to talk to Sean being so wonderful with those things. And I appreciate it as a gal that works for him. So uh, we are going to finally get into some SmackDown now, though a half hour into the show. Mm. So continue to get in those super chats and those humper chats. This was a double, double taping as Sean alluded to earlier in the show, but when we get these double taping, sometimes it feels like these episodes run a little bit thin, especially on far as the actual in-ring action, which doesn't make it the most entertaining from the viewer perspective. But as just like a person in the world, I completely understand it because you don't want your talent to be overworked or hurt going into a major pay-per-view. They're going to Australia. That's not exactly a, a two-hour flight for most people here. But overall, I felt like this episode was a little bit thinner, but... No real complaints. We did have qualifying match after qualifying match, which is really refreshing. We had a lot of stakes on the show, which I appreciate, but just kind of shorter match times and things that we are accustomed to seeing in a double taping. What were your overall thoughts tonight, Alex? Yeah, same. Um, it, it, you know, they put in, they put in, they put in enough. I, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like it was just bare bones and there was just, as we sometimes allude to just throwing in the towel. So, um, it kind of felt just right. It had a it had a, a little bit of everything. I don't like it that they always go to commercials during the women, but I nor can't do that. I. Nor I do I appreciate that. you calling that out because it gets tiresome to be the girl who calls it's out very the stuff during girls wrestling. But uh, agree with you. Agree with you there for sure. Um, but let's dig in to our episode. We do have The Rock arriving and parking like he is a resident of New Jersey, which I both respect and did not like. Okay, this guy parks like a heel. 
just crooked into the space expecting someone to come and fix it for him. Uh, feels like I'm at a Jersey parking mall. I will parking lot like in a, in a mall in a parking garage or something, but uh, I, I respect the game. I got to say the rock nose ball. Okay. If he's going to be a heel, he's going to park like an asshole. So <laughs> I appreciate it. But our first match is Kevin Owens versus Dominic Mysterio. And we have Kevin Owens emerging with the win here, which was definitely the right call. There were just a couple of execution spots in this that weren't great match-wise. Dominic has grown a lot. He's gotten better. He's gotten better in-ring. His match with Dragon Lee in NXT is one that stands out as one of his better performance. But there were just a couple of things in this match that stuck out as not being so great. Um, unfortunately, the pop-up powerbomb got like a little sloppy X-factor on the other side of it for a two-count. Um, the three amigos is so slow that felt intentional here because Kevin Owens just countered it and he has all day to do so in that case. But the finish here is Dominic Mysterio asking our truth for a chair and hanging the bait there that, uh, he'll be in judgment day. If he just goes mm -hmm. and gets him a chair, our truth finds a chair, but sits in it instead. and just goes to watch the match, allowing Kevin Owens to get the super kick and the pop-up power bomb for the win here. Definitely the right call, especially because, spoiler alert, surprise to nobody, Logan Paul beats The Miz later. Mm. So you're going to have the tension between Kevin Owens and Logan Paul continuing, but decent enough match other than those kind of executional errors that are there. I think Dominic still has a little bit of a ways to go here. Getting better, and I got to say, like, so many of his matches were, um, you know, they're, they're cut off by interference, and they were short or just chaotic right so you don't really have like the same i'm getting reps and i'm getting reps and i'm getting reps and if it's constantly caused by dq so right uh, rating on a little bit of a curve with him but uh nothing nothing too terrible here kevin owens getting the w makes sense he's one of the most consistent performers in the whole wide world love me some ko what were your thoughts on our opener here yeah same um like i mentioned like you just mentioned before uh with with the three amigos you kind of knew that spot as soon as he started doing, I was like, oh, he's you know, like there, so this one, this one, <laughs> Kevin, uh, Kevin Owens is amazing, but he's not going to be able to twirl out of it. A man is going to be able to just pick that, pick Dominic up with one arm if he wanted to. Okay, sure. there's no reason for him to twirl his legs over, um, like he's doing a spin a Rooney. Um, <laughs> it, it, other than that, it just, it was predictable. Now yeah. I gave the show praise because the show did really well. But the yeah, I know now we're breaking down the matches. This match is just this match in general just felt predictable. Like you just kind of knew. I just you know how was it going to get there? I enjoyed it. Um, like you just mentioned, it had a couple quirky parts, but uh, predictable. Unfortunately, the only way this wasn't predictable was because it felt like all of the other ones were so predictable. I was like, maybe Dominic gets the win here as the upset oh, wow. because okay. you could kind of like lead to Kevin Owens versus Dominic for like a mini feud or something. You thought but I just about felt that. like I, I did because okay. I felt like the, the rest of elimination chamber was so obvious that that feels like the one that could have maybe snuck in there. Cause it also could have continued this dissension between the rest of judgment day. Right. Like sure. if he got in and won um, what that could mean or things popping up during the match or whatever. But yeah, this would that would have been like a dark horse scenario just to just to throw a wrench in the gears because the rest of it was predictable. But sometimes predictable is the right call, and I firmly believe that here for sure with Kevin Owens. So not too shabby, guys. 
I know we're 40 minutes in, but we're just starting the actual SmackDown part of this. So <laughs> get in those super chats, get in those humper chats. We're going to remind you to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Now more than ever for some extreme accuracy that is needed in this space for sure. Sean, just don't miss behind the paywall. We love to see it from him. Uh, you'll Man. also get a lot of other things like Alex Pulaski and I doing pay-per-view post shows, which we will be doing for Elimination Chamber, as well as our Raw Sour Graphs review. You'll get Ask Graphsity. You'll get bonus podcasts of all different kinds. Sean's Q&A is one of the most underutilized resources in the biz, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. He's probably like, don't push it because I get a lot of questions and I don't want to answer all of them, but I'm pushing it because it's great. <laughs> so subscribe to Fightful Select and to please leave a thumbs up on this video. I really appreciate it as it helps people find us in the algorithms. Please do, yes. But we move on to a segment that has, for the first time in a long time, something that I was less of a fan of with Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne. <laughs> they are backstage with Kayla and uh, they talk about possibly changing the name to the New Catch Republic. And I say, no, okay? British Strong Style is great on its own. You already have the No Quarter Catch Club in NXT. We don't need to change to the New Catch Republic. Leave it alone. All we wanted was British Strong Style back. We don't need to go changing the name, okay? Let it be. But <laughs> done. Also, uh is back there getting interrupted by Dom for reasons. Um, and they challenge him and R-Truth to a match. And Dom storms off claiming that R-Truth is not in Judgment Day. So next week, you'll be getting that match, as we know from the double taping as well. Kind of an awkward segment here, but nothing nothing too offensive about it, except we don't need to change the name British Strong Style. It's great. Let's leave it be. The only name that we needed to change was Butch back to be done, and we got yeah. there. We don't need to change any other names. It's beautiful. Let's keep it that way. Uh, any thoughts on this little segment that we got? No, I mean, uh, um, he's uh, not not anymore Butch. He done. Uh, I, I almost said Butch because you just mentioned it, but um, just <laughs> I love his his attitude. Like, leave me the f alone. I just want to fight. Like Tyler okay. Bates all over him. Let's change the let's change your names, and he's just like standing there, like. Why are you even talking right now? I love that. I don't know why that dynamic is really cool to me. It's the best. It's the best. Really so some good stuff there. And we move along pretty quickly in this show. We get Drew McIntyre and LA Knight in an exchange backstage. Will Jism saying that I laughed so hard when LA Knight called Drew an old timer. I'm like, dude, you're older than Drew. Yes, that is true. LA Knight is 41 years old, but yeah. Some good mouthing off here. And I like this because going into Elimination Chamber, these guys should all be fighting for the same thing, right? They want a title shot. LA Knight says he's coming after Seth Rollins. Um, Drew McIntyre certainly seems like the favorite to me. I think it's very possible that uh, we get, if if Seth can do it, if they're doing a tag match on top of this, I think you get Drew and Sammy and Seth Rollins in a triple threat. Um, that's a lot to ask of someone who's returning with a knee injury, but it, it certainly feels like that's the direction that we're headed. Um, I love this backstage. This rebirth of Drew has been one of the most compelling characters in all of wrestling. LA Knight still super over. It is getting a little bit more tempered, and I think that's just because of WrestleMania season picking up, right? The Rock is back. 
the world title picture feels important again because Roman's actually around a little bit more. Yeah. But there was a while there where LA Knight was the hottest thing in the business. He's still getting huge pops, so I don't think they're like in danger of him cooling off or whatever. But this just feels a little bit like everything in the world heavyweight title picture, unfortunately. Like, it's it's cooled off a little bit. I don't think he's not over by any means. They're still popping for it. But, um, you know, we got him saying, yeah, here. Fun little exchange. What did you think? <laughs> yeah. And I just said, yeah, damn it. You baited yeah. me into that. Um, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was quick and, and easy. Uh, I, I like... I like that they are trying different things, especially with these backstage interviews, right? Because most of the time you're left just kind of staring off into the distance as someone walks away. Um, you know, you're having this banter between them. Like, Drew is such a I don't give a F right now. Like, he's going to troll you. And if you try to talk and, and like, he's like, I'm not trying to fight, bro. I'm not trying to fight. You know, like. Like, I'm just telling you how it is. It happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and and. You know what? LA Knight came back with him with that, the, you know, with the shirt. He goes off, oh, you know, uh, DM, whatever. Punk should have been on here as well. I don't know. It wasn't DM one Hulk. of the sh it wasn't one of the strongest lines that he would deliver in a promo. I don't know why. I felt like Drew kind of overpowered him in this. And I love Drew's attitude. Even with Drew just walking off frame and getting out of the frame felt more legit than to leave LA Knight there feeling like a punk, you know, trying to like start a fight with him. Yeah, it was kind of dismissive in a good way, and I like that. Yeah, he should have yes. his eyes on the prize, right? He has a bigger issue with Seth Rollins than he does with LA Knight, and he knows that he's saving up for Elimination Chamber, so yeah. I agree with you. I like that. We move on to our ladies. We get an Elimination Chamber qualifying match between Miss Zelina Vega. Nice to see her back in the ring and the newly called up Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton hits a cartwheel Alabama slam in this, but Zelina... Stomps out the prettiest moonsault ever and a meteor for a two count, which was a nice little sequence in here. But um, they head outside of the ring and start to brawl with Stratton and Vega fighting near Legato's position, which of course invites Electra Lopez to trash talk Vega. Pulling her over the barricade is what Vega does and tosses her back into the crowd Come after back. beating her up for yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Delita Vega gets kicked uh coming back to the ring and then eats a nasty stein buster in the prettiest moonsault ever for the win bit stronger of an appearance for tiffany stratton today she had a really good debut match but her her moonsault's great and the one in her debut missed a little bit and i was so i was like oh i was bummed yeah. for her because it's really good looks yeah. good tonight looked a little bit stronger tonight um love electra lopez and Zelina starting to to lead into what feels like a bit of an inevitable feud and certainly an inevitable feud between the factions that they're both aligned with. Um, but I, I dug it. Like I, I thought this was good. I thought Tiffany should win. She can get some heat here, but this was a fun match. Nice to see Zelina in action. Her gear always looks great. Always love that. Uh, and you were like, where are all my Latinos and Latinas last week? We got them back a little bit. Still no Escobar, but good stuff here. They brought them Zelina. back for me. There you go. What were your yeah. thoughts on this? Um, Zelina wearing the, uh, I'm not a big basketball fan uh, anymore. I mean, I still watch it. Wearing the uh, orange and blue, Nick's colors. She looked really good out there representing the New York City, uh, along with her Puerto Rican flag on the back. So she's representing both cultures, which is uh, which is great. The little things, right? It's the little things you got to pick up on. Yeah. Um, the moonsault was beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Um, 
But those knees did catch uh, Zelina square on the rib cage into the hip section. Um, you could even tell the referee kind of was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, told uh, told her to get out of the ring, basically. You know, um, told Stratton to get out of the ring, you know, celebrate out there. Um, and not in the way that she would do as a normal referee saying, hey, get out of here. No, you, you can tell her, say, like, you got, leave the ring, leave the ring, you know. Um, you can see Zelina getting up towards the end when, when the camera pans back towards them. But Jesus, I, I was like, God, I hope internally she's okay because she landed hard. And you could tell Zelina's face when she landed on her that it, you know, um, kind of knocked the wind out of her a little bit there. Sure. Sure. Yeah, that was um, – there were a couple places where things connected. I know that was an issue on Rampage too, but we are going to bring in Alex Blowski because we have started a new segment called The Sour Fower, which just means yeah. – Four, but they're spelled the same, but they're not yeah. pronounced the same. So the they sour are, they are in my book. It's the sour flower. I like it. I like it. Well, we haven't even talked about Rampage, so I'm glad we have you on because yeah. today was a seven o'clock Rampage airing, and we also uh, are talking some SmackDown. This felt like a little bit of a thinner episode as a double tape usually is, but gosh, I just want to know what four things specifically Alex Plowski mm. did not like about this show. Um, well, uh, really, really quickly though, uh, answer this in one second. Did you find your credit card? No. Jeez. Oh no! Is your credit card missing? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I follow my friends online and I read their stories that they put up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Sounds like someone could steal it and subscribe to Fightful Select. But <laughs> well, they, could, they, 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 it may have been stolen already. But I did lock it, so uh, if it doesn't turn up in in, it has not yet. So if it doesn't. <laughs> then I'll just cancel it and have a new one. Set yeah, get a new one tomorrow. So it's just—is that one of the four things that made you sad about SmackDown? No, like no, because that's not a, that's, that's that's not about SmackDown. That's not about SmackDown. Oh. It's not about SmackDown. So sour flower. Here we go. Uh, one Hollywood Rock um, analogy is uh, dumb as bricks. It is it's dumb as a rock. Um, the it's idea that you would, like. Oh, when the San Francisco 49ers lost the Kansas City Chiefs, did they go, man, I want to finish my story? No, they went home and they worked and they're going to work all offseason and they're going to try and get back to the big game next year, which is exactly what Cody Rhodes did. Yeah. He literally <laughs> won the Royal Rumble and has an opportunity because he won the Royal Rumble. Should he have been booked to win the Royal Rumble if the plan all along was to do Rock versus Roman? No, but he won the Royal Rumble, so he gets the title shot. If they had done something like CM Punk won the Royal Rumble and the next day found out I tore my triceps, I got to miss WrestleMania, and Cody had stepped up and said, well, since you can't face Rock at uh, Roman at, at WrestleMania, I would like to finish finish my story. I would like to, even though I finished second, I would like to then leapfrog everybody else and get this title shot. If Cody had done that, then everything The Rock said tonight would make sense. But that is not what they did. That is not what they did. So it doesn't that make any sense. So that's just one. That's overarching. They really need to have a Cody say something about why he stepped aside for The Rock. If they don't do that, the whole thing's ruined. Number two. The Rock putting up the one with the he, 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 guns he, up, bang, guns bang, up, super or game, he, baby. Listen, the, if you're gonna do that, 
Then you have like to join the finger in the thumb in the shape of forehead. That's what he did. But also, uh, if he's going to join the Bang Bang Scissor Gang, then all of a sudden it's the Bang Bang Rock Scissor Gang, and we need somebody who represents paper. Paper, so we, yeah. So, uh, when I was thinking, the chat on on Select thought maybe it was CM Punk, since he is so brittle, he's made out of paper. Wow. So maybe if, if Punk were to join aggressive as as, as well, or maybe the Million Dollar Man, because paper get that paper. Sure. Like if Ted DiBiase gets out of jail. That he could show up, <laughs> throw it up, because I'm pretty sure he's in jail for like defrauding the welfare system or something. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So that's number two. Number number two. Number three. Uh, our mm -hmm. truth continuing to mistake Ko for the Miz is strains all credulity in my brain. I can't. Like those men look nothing alike. Our the Miz you is had in the building an invisible tonight. Invisible friend as a partner, though. It, doesn't like craziness has to it, does his form of psychosis mean that he sees no beard where there is a beard does he Maybe. believe that the miz is wearing a very big fake bushy beard and also has gained 40 pounds does that is that something that the psychosis that dwells within our truth's brain is doing for him just get the man help get him off television until he gets help because this is too much for me i can't take it number four most importantly tiffany stratton is from minnesota what are we doing <laughs> that is the most california girl i've ever seen in my life she's from apparently they announced her real hometown prior lake minnesota Maybe they just do that once, like for her first thing on the main roster, and then they go back to telling us that she's her second thing on the main roster, though. This is her like, second match. Like, second is the second match? Well, the main the Royal Rumble, they don't announce where you're from. So the first no, time they she had a singles match. Oh my gosh, against two. I forget. She had a singles match last week. Mm, no, she didn't. She did not. Did she? She did. Yeah, she debuted. What she who would she face? Me I don't again? remember. Me that's, yeah, that's Me crazy. Did they did they announce it then? She's not from Minnesota. The character you have created, <laughs> the character she's been playing for years now, is not from Minnesota. I cannot stress this enough. I cannot. I, she is she is less from Minnesota than Cowboy Brock Lesnar is from Minnesota. <laughs> this is this shall not stand. Like, oh, gee whiz! I'm glad I came here to sign my contract with SmackDown. Oh no, no you made her Rod Wagner in this that's moment. That's not I, she is from Minnesota. Tiffany Stratton, the person is from Minnesota. The character you have created that he's been performing could not be less from Minnesota. So out of Hollywood or the valley, she really. Is, she is she is as from Minnesota as Timothy Thatcher is from California. <laughs> they are definitely the characters they play wow. are definitely not from those places. Even though the people playing the characters are, I can't believe I have to describe. I have to. I have to go into detail on this about you for this for you people. No, I understand. And Timothy Thatcher is the pride of Britain, so it it makes sense. Um, those are. I can't argue with really any of those four. That is fair. Um, right. So the most important one, obviously, is where Tiffany Stratton's fictional character. Of characters course, from. of that's, course, that's unarguable. No, it, yeah. She said 
she was talking about how her and Ludwig Kaiser are dating and how they're because they're on different brands, their schedules are so opposite. And the amount of time she said freaking, you would have thought it was a Seth Rollins tribute match. Like, wow. but it was in the Valley Girl, like so freaking whatever, and it works. Mm -hmm. That person right. is not from Minnesota. That is a very fair, a very fair argument, yeah. Alex. Your sour power has been successful. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. So this is a thing we're going to be doing every week. It is fun for me, and that's all that matters. <laughs> so um, uh, tomorrow night, a Fightful Select is the 500th episode of Sour Graps behind the yes, paywall. Uh, and we'll be doing something fun. I don't know what it is yet, because that's basically how we do things over there. That is so, correct, yes. We talk so about everybody, bananas. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about whatever. You everybody come hang out with us. It's a lot of fun behind Hell the paywall. Yeah. Tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern, normal sour grabs time. We'll just we'll we'll talk. We'll have guests on. Cardoza can yeah. come hang out if he wants. Those yeah. like just some fun stuff to do. Why not? Yeah, because there's no grabs on, so we'll have sour. No, grabs there's on. no grabs, so we'll have sour grabs instead. We are sour. not colliding tomorrow. So, well, right. thank you, Alex. You can check out his SmackDown rampage watched along <laughs> but rampage was on at seven o'clock so i don't know what you did I, I watched it i watched most of it while talking about smackdown right Very now true. anyway so there i just go. i stopped when the when the uh jeff jarrett match started i didn't watch any of that so wise man yeah. wise man yeah. man after my own heart well thank you alex we appreciate you being here and i gotta say if i was gonna place money on where tiffany stratton was from i would not have thought it was minnesota and I would have been wrong about that because I would need to be more educated in my betting odds, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. And there's one place that is better than all the other places. And that's bet online. What's up you guys, Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful, here to tell you about bet online AG, the highest credit card acceptance industry-wide 25 plus year track record, safe and secure online environments, payouts in minutes, the fastest in the industry. You can bet big with their high limits and rebet functionality, the earliest line so odds open before the competition, the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit, and we're talking on everything. Wrestling, they got it. MMA, they got it. Boxing, they got it. But hey, you know what? I know we're fightful. We don't just live for that. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, racing, esports, anything you can think of. Not only that, this is exclusively where Fightful gets our lines from. If you hear us talking about lines on a prediction show or on our, our post shows, it is always from BetOnlineAG. Please bet responsibly and only bet what you can. BetOnline.ag. BetOnlineAG made a big investment in us. We appreciate it. If you use them for all of your online betting needs, even if you don't bet online, we appreciate if you tell Bet Online that you found out about them through us because that goes a long way in helping our relationship. They've been really good to us as time has gone on. But another thing that was good as time has gone on was this episode of SmackDown. But I don't know how I felt about the authors of Pain with Paul Elring, Karrion Cross, and Scarlett versus mm. Javier Bernal and Bo Morris, NXT. Hmm. Uh, standouts they said on commentary here. I'm more familiar with Javier Bernal than I am Bo Morris, but he was a, a solid worker in NXT. Great to see him getting some reps here. This match was less than a minute. <laughs> this had yeah, Razor, 
clubbing on both guys, tagging in Akum, and they hit a super collider. Um, they hit a suplex into a power bomb to to call this one a day. But there was news on FightfulSelect.com. I got to be honest, I didn't check it out. We dropped so much news at Fightful Select that I was out running around doing errands, seeing a couple friends, and I didn't have a chance to catch up on Fightful Select to tell us what was going on with these guys. So I'm going to go to Fightful Select and find out. But I'm just waiting for the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley to actually fight these guys at some point because they've been talking about it for a real long time. We were supposed to get the match twice, it seemed like, but we didn't. Um, so that's my only problem with the squash is I'm like, are you ever going to fight the people you keep saying you're going to fight? We're also back to feeding, uh, you know, lower end wrestlers, not in a bad way, but like, you know, coming up to AOP again. Are we doing, are we doing that all over again? Remember for a while they just kept on feeding sure. AOP. I mean NXT town that's probably makes sense for because they like haven't yeah. really been been around the main roster yet. And they're also not in active storylines on NXT proper. Right. I, I just want to see AOP come in and beat up everyone. You know, it doesn't I want like go up to the top talent. Like you're you're being pro, you're being put on television and you're being promoted as this as these monsters, right? All right, let's go. Go face to face with people. Let's just let's punch them in the mouth. Sorry, that's just I'm violent tonight. No, I'm all about fight 'em ups. That is my thing. I'm I like, love these guys. Like they are, they're like the, the the to me. My God, the things that they, these two humongous men could do—they're super athletic and fast. I want them to just go in and run shot, man. Just but sure. I, I don't know. I guess they're just trying to. WWE's does their their building, you know. They are. They are. And this made sense as a squash, so I don't have a ton of issue with it. But I just want to see them fight the guy they've been saying they're going to be sure. fighting for a while now. But we got some super chats that came in saying, wait, no, paper can either be Adam Page or Ethan Page or maybe Soraya turning <laughs> as Page to Alex's, Alex Pulaski's comments before. He was saying that Punk is so brittle, it's like he's made of paper. I feel like that's almost a Brian Danielson shot. Like, Ouch. This kind of is. Oh, yeah, we're saying paper will be Seamus because he's pale white as a sheet of paper. <laughs> oh boy, this chat says you marks really dissecting a wrestling promo like it's supposed to be Shakespeare. The rock promo was directed at YouTube content creators. We are YouTube content creators that do wrestling analysis about things, and I don't think it's a a nitpick that is being made here about this. And you also don't have to watch the show if you don't like it, I'll remind you. But it's a pretty glaring freaking thing when the guy who won the Royal Rumble is out here, like, with no reason, giving his title shot up to The Rock and has no explanation as to why he did it. And The Rock is saying that he can't just come in here. He didn't just come back. He won the Royal Rumble and pointed at Roman Reigns. This is not like out of the blue, Cody just decided that he is going to get another title shot. This is not nitpicking. This is a glaringly obvious creative thing, which is what wrestling coach shows are supposed to be kind of doing. Please don't be a nerd and call us marks as an insult. Being a mark is the most fun part of it. Was that comment like real? It was a real comment. I Are they kayfabing me? Or like, what's going on? I mean, if they, they give us their money, I don't really. You get, yeah, that's where I was headed. I'm like, <laughs> you just gave me five bucks, bro. Because of you, I can go buy some nuggies. Thanks so Thank much. You. I'll 
keep knocking them down. I have no problem. But James saying, Alex, I think you're so upset you actually have generated smoke from your <laughs> the lighting. <laughs> so that actually, was so that was his smoke. He has one of those like cool mystical lights that has all the motion behind it. We've gotten that comment a couple of times. Because he's before. a content creator. That's right. <laughs> Meet Norma saying, sup, Alex's and Minions 690069. Let's me. go. I stole Alex's credit card and bought him $200 worth of Jericho and Classic <laughs> merch. You're welcome, pal. What a sweetheart, Meet Norma is. I like Always that. being so supportive. I love my Meet Normus. He's the best. He's the best. Perhaps <laughs> in the bio. <laughs> If you are you, on Twitter and have made a comment, you, my friend, won tonight's uh, game. Yeah, no, that's like Super Chat of the Year stuff right there. Grabs you won the game, bio. by the way. There's so Wink. many. It's like lady bits and bio bots. And they're always named something that sounds like a Midwestern mom, which is hilarious. Yeah, it's always yeah. like Helen says. <laughs> my boobs are in the bio, which is always <laughs> cracking me up. <laughs> Some more love from Drinking at Moe's. Much love to my two faves. Airing old told 200 of my podcast on Wednesday. Congratulations. Got some great personal news I'll share later as Mr. Cardoza knows it. Ben I Rose, know it. Congratulations on your milestone. I'm keeping and secrets from you. Okay. So. Wow. Aggressive. Yeah. Aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to continue on with our episode thank you so much for the support we've gotten so much of it tonight and we really yes, appreciate please, thank it you. uh we get a quick promo from logan paul and i gotta say these promos are sounding more natural they're getting a lot better i'm still yes. not like a fan of the dude so much but the character has settled in from like dorky yes. you look like a donut comments into you look really like a good donut stuff. <laughs> Much, much, much better stuff here. Logan says that he's the only champion in the qualifying series and that he plans on winning and winning in chamber and beating Seth for a rematch at Mania to become a double champion. What a novel idea. He says, I'm a champion. I'm going to be the best one in there because I'm a champion and I want a rematch with the guy who beat me at WrestleMania. That sure made a whole hell of a lot of sense. So mm. I appreciated that. And then our match, we get... I'll say Logan Paul and The Miz did not need to be almost 12 minutes long. Like, there was a lot of time displacement in tonight's episode because they're trying not to spread rosters too thin. That match sure. felt a little bit long, but there was some good stuff in it on Logan Paul's side of things. Uh, we get The Miz getting crotched on the middle rope, a power punch, and an STO for Logan to get the win. A nice spot in here where Logan blocks and lands a boot but gets caught in the corner with a code breaker for a near fall. I uh, saw a lot of people saying this, and it's a, a sentiment that I will echo. Logan Paul is getting much better at selling pinfalls or near falls, I should say. Like his believability has come along a long way. Um, and that makes me happy to see because it makes you buy into things. Sure. Here, I knew Logan Paul was going over the Miz. I don't think there was much of a doubt there, but... It was refreshing to see some continued growth in that regard. It goes a long way in the storytelling aspect of things where it doesn't give you away on what the finish is so much. So his athleticism has always been great. His storytelling is coming along, which is good. He's He was pretty good at this. Like, my mm -hmm. complaints with him are never in the ring. 
Um, this was a much better showing from Logan Paul tonight. Again, predictable and obvious win here, but again, sometimes predictable is the right way to go about things. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, uh, boy, it's going to pain me to say, but, uh, <laughs> it, it was, it was good. It was let's good. Move, it on. was good. Yeah. I mean, you know, like <laughs> you, you have to evolve, uh, right? The, the person who's, he he's really trying to play an uh, umph version of himself uh, in 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 the wrestling business. So he's he's getting better, and that's what you want to see. Um, I can finally put things you know at bay when it comes to the other things, the personal things. But we're talking about a business, and and you know if he's going to be taking this seriously, then I want to take him seriously too. Sure. And despite having a lot of character issues, it's not even top five, not even close to top five of like worst carnies in this business. So <laughs> that's never been an issue. It's nothing that's so, so, so terrible. Right. But it is like, why are you inviting a guy with this track record into the industry? But I am glad that he's continuing to evolve and grow as time has gone on. That is always good to see. But I'm actually with James on this because of the heel work of it all. James saying, not sure about. Not sure about all you guys, but I'm excited to see Logan take five finishers. Yeah, I think. Oh, that's going to be big. Yeah. I think it's going to be really fun in the chamber. I think you can either set up something with him and Kevin Owens for a rematch at Mania or start to sow the seeds of what I think might be like a multi-man ladder match. But had one of those set up really on this road yet. And there's not really an opportunity because certainly Guther is not that kind of guy, right? Um, right. So unless you're going to do some showcase type thing, you're not going to have one of those. I think that fits Logan Paul's skill set very, very well. Mm -hmm. But we are moving along. Thank you guys so much for the support tonight and every night. But some yes, good stuff here. We get Tiffany backstage after her successful match. And Jade and Braun Breaker are considering their contracts with Nick Aldis at the table. Kind of looks like Jade had sunglasses on, which I feel like is not the best way to read a contract, but maybe they were just like <laughs> transition lenses. I was a little confused, but she looks amazing. She always does. She just has such a presence about her. Her outfits are amazing. I love, I, I just love in general, like that mirrored look always looks so, so cool. She looks great here, but you get Tiffany talking a bunch of S with Bianca and Liv Morgan. I liked what we got out of Bianca here saying, I've won one of these matches before, rookie. And Liv having some nice fire back. And Jade says, all this stuff is happening when she, it's her big business day, which was a nice little wink and a nod, I think, to Mercedes Monet in that. Um, and she's deciding about what to do about her contract. And then Nick Aldis kind of plays Peacemaker a little bit, pulls Tiffany, says, not here, not now. And he takes the contracts and heads out, followed by Braun Breaker and Jade. So great to see Jade back on television. I believe her mom recently passed, so our condolences to her. Um, there were rumors and speculation that she was initially supposed to be in the Elimination Chamber. And uh, I'm, I hope that um, whatever plans are in place for her, she feels like she's able to execute when she is ready emotionally that is an unbearable loss i can't imagine what she's going through so i'm happy to see her on tv tonight always happy to see her on my tv she looks great she's a superstar um but some good stuff here today and a little shot in the arm to the smackdown women's division Liv morgan being back 
Bianca being focused on something outside of damage control, Tiffany Stratton being called up, Jade being around. Like, these are good things to see, though. I think Jade's going to be going to Raw since Braun signed here. We're going to find yeah. out later. It sure but, looked like she left in, like, disarray. Like, she was not happy at all. Yeah, she even in the beginning of the segment was looking at her contract and was like, I don't know about this. But yeah. she had been kind of, like, leaning into things with Becky a little bit, too. I think there might be more work for her to do there on Raw. But your thoughts on the segment overall? Um, yeah, same thing as you. I think it, it moved the story along well. It kind of just, you know, um, the women are finally being used. Um, on the, besides the fact that their time gets cut on television because commercials are running through them. Um, I like that they are kind of weaving stories in and out together. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was, I'm trying to try to see where and why they're moving certain people around, like Jade, you know, like. Sure they've they've really pushed her to the moon verbally and i want to see physically what you can do besides the rumble you know yes. so like not trying to say like what's the hold up hurry the hell up they don't have to listen to me but i want to see her in the ring i'm a huge fan i want to see her beat people up well i think too so she looks great in rumble which was awesome to see and then on top of that i think people are just a little bit curious because you can see the WrestleMania picture shaping up and we don't really have anything for Bianca to do. We don't really have anything for Liv Morgan to do. The right. tag picture is held by the Kabuki warriors, right? Are they going to be forming tag teams maybe with these women? Um, so it, it's cool to see. And Tiffany Stratton is new into the fold too. Yes. So uh, personally, Tiffany Stratton and Chelsea green feels like a tag team of the century for me. If they're going to have Chelsea and Piper be completely split from each other. But I, uh, I'm, I think part of the like, where's Jade talk has picked up not only because she is such a star, but because WrestleMania is shaping up now, and there's some other key players here that right. don't necessarily have anything to do. So we move on to a quick segment between the Good Brothers and Me Chin with AJ Styles, Taylor Cannon saying tonight it looks like we could see AJ Styles versus Carl Anderson sometime down the line, and I'm here for that. This is interesting because we have so many three guys and a girl factions yeah. <laughs> on SmackDown. Yeah. This is one of them. It feels like they've been leaning into this dissension and this possible breakup for a while. AJ Styles is someone who also needs a path to WrestleMania. Is it a triple threat? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But there was definitely uh, the Good Brothers basically saying AJ is unrecognizable and doesn't know where he's from anymore. And AJ kind of countering that. Um, Mia Yim just trying to kind of keep the tempers cool. So we'll see where this goes. Uh, I would love to see like Bullet Club and Mia Yim versus yeah. these. Yeah, yeah, like I would love to see them versus um, some of these more three, three guys in a girl factions. Uh, you know, Lashley and the Street Profits and uh, BFAB, for example. We already saw them kind of versus the LWO, but. Now, the other side of it with Legato, right, has Electra Lopez. So there's a lot of things you can do. There's some dissension here, though. It feels like they've been wanting to break it up for a while. We yeah. will see, but anything you want to add to this? No, I 100% agree with you. I want to see where they're going to take it. Um, AJ's been on this mean-spirited like movement, so, um, but also at the same time, very quiet. Like, we don't know what the hell's happening. Like, he's just, you might as well just put some... Uh, uh, old school crow sting face paint on him and hang him from the rafters for a little while because sure. it's, that's what it seems like to me. We do have some more chats that are coming in. Thank you so much. 
Let's Jim go. Beard saying, do you think it might be a better idea for Jade to be a free agent and then she can go to both rosters like Brock used to do? Um, no, mm. because I feel like the TV rights are set with Netflix, right? Um, it, it If you're going to split the brands, split the brands. Like, is, is always my thinking. And she was a free agent when she got here and she was getting out of limos and visiting all the brands. Like, yeah. I'm kind of like, just pick one, just pick yeah. one. Uh, but I understand your thinking. It is weird because it feels like she should go to Raw after what happened tonight. But it does feel like, I don't know, though, because she was she was talking about Becky um, a lot when she first came up. So there could be some really cool stuff there for her to do. Rhea is certainly an option. Um, but also, who knows what happens when she picks a brand? Because what if there's a draft not too far off in the future? Like, she might just have a feud with Becky and then the draft comes around. So, but in general, if you have a brand split, I'm in favor of people committing to one brand. What do you sure. think? Do you think having her star presence on both shows is the way to go? Or do you think she should pick a location and stay? Uh, I think if you're going to start building her up, yeah, you put them on both. Like, why not? You just kind of let her, you know, until something is solidified. as like, why are you going to say that? Are you, are you going after a championship? Like, what's what's going to sure. keep you motivated there? Or do you just want to show your dominance and just beat the crap out of everyone? Which, again, I am so here for. <laughs> it would be very cool if they did reveal a women's secondary title and she yes. was the one to have it. And that legacy from AEW carried over without it, them having to mention the other place, Agreed. right? Like there's something really cool of her being the establishing champion yes. of mid cards, uh, our secondary women's titles, uh, could be something that's really fun, but I like that. yeah. Well, saying WWE being smart, doing a remix of Jade's AEW theme and now a remix of Naomi's TNA theme. Very similar, very similar. Yeah. And the women's chamber match is stacked with star power. Well, we do have both chambers, I think, are are pretty good. A little bit more on the predictable side. But sometimes predictable just means that it made sense to get there. And I'm not mad mm -hmm. about it. Um, Will also saying, I got a theory that the mystery person NXT is teasing is Tamatanga. Very possible. Um, he's been mm. wrestling in New Japan. The three faces thing was a Japanese proverb, even though he's not Japanese specifically. Right. Uh, the more I've thought about it, the more it feels like it's going to be a reboot to me of this Wendy Chu, yeah, Dante Chen Boa stable that was of your <laughs> that we could be bringing back. I miss Wendy Chu. She was a fantastic presence in both very character driven roles that she played, and she's a hell of an in ring wrestler. So. Hopefully that settles that for NXT. But I'll tell you what's not settled. And that's the damage control picture. Okay, we got Bailey and EO uh, facing off at Mania and Black Tom saying that I feel bad for Bailey and EO. I feel like there is a match that is getting no hype. And I know Mania is a while out. So I think this one has been such a long-term story. I'm a little less worried about that because we still haven't seen a huge clashing moment from Bailey and the rest of the group. And I liked what they did today with Dakota Kai, who says, Bailey, you got to protect me. Okay. These women are sure. coming after me. They're threatening me. And Bailey just kind of says, you know, I don't know if I can trust you. I don't know who I can trust. You need to understand where I'm coming from. And I like this because it gives Dakota Kai 
reason to be mad at Bailey if she wants to go over to the other side. It's a very justifiable thing of like, no, 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 no. I tried to be on your side and you rejected me, so I'm going with these gals. Mm-hmm. Or she could kind of earn Bailey's trust back. I feel like it goes that way to start and they call up a third and we get kind of like a cool trios program here. But you have the title holders on one side, you have the single shot on the other side with her and EO. A lot of possibilities here. Liked the segment. I like the pacing of the story now that Bailey has kind of said, I know what you've been saying about me. Um, really, really, really strong development. But that match does deserve a ton of hype. I think it'll get there because, as you said, like we, we do have another six weeks or so to play with this. But your thoughts on the segment tonight and damage control overall? Yeah, so it's finally moving. It's fine. You're finally seeing, you know, a lot more of what uh, you and I were thinking about what's happening in that story. You know, when is she gonna find figure things out? You know, like, come on, wake up to the to to what's happening around you. And yeah, um, oh, man, I don't know how they're gonna or how they're gonna put this together and end it. You know, obviously we know what the ending could be for a certain someone, but. That blow, man, to 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 crush this team that pretty much she created, right? Yes. She's gonna have to put. She's gonna have to put her her final stamp on it and say this is no longer gonna be a thing. You know, um, it's gonna be. It's gonna really, be great. We do get a really great promo from the Kabuki Warriors as well. Huge fan of letting people speak their native languages in promos with subtitles. Yes. Works here. Works for Shinsuke. I love it. But them saying, yeah, this was Bailey's vision, but we're the ones that made it what it was, I thought was kind of a nice counter. Like, we're seeing a lot more wrestling characters in WWE that have viewpoints that you can understand. Drew McIntyre is the best example of that right now. Um, All of Damage Control, I can understand their viewpoints. They feel relatable, like experiences you have had before. Sure. So good stuff across the board for us wrestling nerds but let me tell you <laughs> about us wrestling nords okay yeah. this guy paying money to call us marks earlier he's a wrestling nerd but he should be a wrestling nord because if he keeps that stuff up people are going to be trying to hack into him no, no 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 you need a safe secure connection on all of your devices and NordVPN is the VPN for you. I have long talked with you guys about the content that you can access with NordVPN.com Fightful, but it doesn't just stop at pro wrestling. You can get MMA and boxing pay-per-views at a much more affordable price when you change your virtual location with just one click using NordVPN.com Fightful. It doesn't stop there either. Football games. Man, if you want to check out those out-of-market football games, you don't have to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars. You can get NordVPN.com slash Fightful and just change your virtual location. How about baseball games? They make it harder than ever to actually watch baseball games. It is a task, not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. They got everything you need in addition to all the threat protection and security that comes with NordVPN. But if you want that content, nordvpn.com slash fightful is right for you i got mine i love it that's because you're a man of class okay you're a gentleman <laughs> and a scholar we Thank respect that. that about you but jam beer with a bold prediction saying <laughs> bailey hems and haws about trusting dakota kai damage control goes to attack kai in the ring and bailey comes out to save her only to be betrayed by kai who was setting up Bailey. I think a lot of people 
feel like this is the long game for Dakota Kai, that she's going to play friend, play alliance, and then turn on her. That's a creative way to do it. That's certainly a creative way to Truth. set up how. Um, but I'm interested to see what that is. Is it like Bailey wins the title and then her and Dakota Kai go for the tag titles, but they can't win those, so she gets pissed or whatever. But I thought tonight was a nice wrinkle in the story of I can understand why Dakota Kai would be pissed if she's going to be. So good stuff. I like it when wrestlers feel like relatable human beings. Sure. I'm a fan of that. Relatable. Maybe. It is. It <laughs> I is. I believe it. I'm messing with you. <laughs> but we also move along to this match. Uh, I'll tell you what's not relatable. I will never be as cool as Naomi. It's not going to happen. She's just so damn cool. She's the best. <laughs> or in her glow gear, the remix theme. I know people were expecting the glow song back, but this is very similar to her TNA theme, whether you're a fan or not. Um, is is Your mileage may vary, but they did kind of carry that over, which is good if you've been following her entire trajectory. Mm-hmm. But Naomi and Alba Fire here, who is accompanied by Isla Dawn. So we got one of your spooky Scottish witches on screen, which is nice. I, I would like happy. to see. I, I bet you were. I bet you were. But I really liked um, seeing her in the ring. She deserves more reps. She's really good. Wade Barrett did a really good job on commentary saying, like, you know, they came up. I thought we'd be seeing more of them. But every time that they're on screen, they're making progress. They're doing good work. Like, I, Wade Barrett just really good at this in general like they talked about when wade barrett had an extended absence and what he did in that time and he talked about the ways that he made that absence count by coming back stronger and better and that it was a break he needed and things like this so excellent job on the commentary desk but we get naomi winning here with a spike head scissors and then a modified rings of saturn for the win and i like her using that move I'm a big, I just like the rings of Saturn. I don't know why. I'm just a fan of it. Um, But I liked this match. I would like Alba Fire to get more reps. I think that would be helpful in general. This is also Naomi's first match back. So there were parts of it that just felt like a little clunky. Nothing, nothing bad, nothing bad by any means. But I think, um, you know, Naomi first match back in two years, plus Alba Fire not being on TV enough created maybe just some awkward chemistry in this but i think the world of alba fire i was a huge fan of her work in nxt anything i saw out of nxt uk was fire from her sure. uh also really like isla dawn but to me alba fire formerly kaylee ray just awesome 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 stuff so happy to see her here would like to see more of them as a tag team they're a great tag team or if they're not going to be a tag team have them be not a tag team but Use these women while they're there, please. They are great. Yes. Uh, but any uh, any thoughts on this? I'm always excited to see the spooky Scottish witches on my television. Um, I know they didn't come off on top, but I know I sure as hell did because I was happy. I was happy to see them on television. I need to see a little bit more of them. I need to see their uh, so I can believe who they are and what they are and what they're trying to do and. You know, so when they finally start getting wins, you kind of understand like what they're doing on television and what their story is, right? I, I don't want to see them just turn into a tag team that's just here and there. They get fed to kind of like the Iconics did towards the end of their run. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need them, don't need to see that happening because eventually what's going to happen is they'll break them apart. And I don't want that to happen either. So, um, yeah. Yeah, this was, I think, partly in shift due to the Shotzi injury. Correct, yes. The... The person who is one half of a tag team should be the one to lose. 
I think Naomi was clearly going to go over anyway. Uh, but I, I think this is good that we got to see her on screen a little bit. And I know, yeah. I know that popped you, but Will with a generous chat saying it's funny that the OG of damage control, uh, I'll turn on people. Bailey turned on Sasha, Dakota turned on Raquel, EO turned on Candace. So that whole group is a team of snakes, but Bailey is a baby face in her heart. That's a really good point. They all kind of have turned on their previous partners. And some people have mentioned that in the Dakota Kai aspect of the story too, of, I don't know if you can trust her. She's done this before that sneaky little lady. So, um, <laughs> It is, it is fun to have that. It is definitely fun to have that. But good stuff as we move along. We get a, a quick segment from Nick Aldis saying that Braun Breaker is uh, a part of SmackDown now. We have a funny headline from Drew who's filling in for Luis today on the moderating side, which we're extremely thankful for because... Yes, thank you, Drew. ...and ugly without you here, Drew. But he said, Braun Breaker is all... I mean, on SmackDown... He's talking AEW announcements lately. <laughs> is going to AEW, but not Braun Breaker, an outstanding NXT talent. Um, hard to believe he was on a football field, I think, just three years ago or so. Crazy. Really great in NXT. Kind of felt like he, I don't want to say wore out his welcome because he's still doing really good work and great work with Baron Corbin. Um, but if you had called him up a year ago, I would not have been surprised. Like he's been a little overbaked in NXT. However, we got a really cool heel run out of him, uh, and I'm excited to see where they choose to put him on the roster because he's a very, very fun hot tag in NXT with Baron Corbin. His yeah. spirit is so explosive that it, it makes it a lot of fun when he's the guy that tags in. Um, he's great as a heel. I think his moveset calls for him to be a heel. But when he's a face that leans into this more natural edge that he has instead of kind of the white meat baby face stuff that he was doing in his initial NXT run, uh, he's really, really great. He's really, really great. His segments with Baron Corbin have been extremely natural. The only thing is they just won the NXT Tag Championships. So him yeah. being for SmackDown creates a little bit of a creative mystery that they're going to have to figure out how to book themselves out of. Uh, it's very possible they just dropped the titles at Roadblock, which is the NXT pay-per-view, PLE, excuse me, uh, before... I know, how dare I? Before Stand and Deliver. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. Maybe he brings Baron Corbin up with him. Maybe that was a part of the deal tonight. Oh, well, yeah. I referenced it at the beginning of the show. Was kind of hoping he would go to Raw because he is the last guy to have pinned Gunther. Uh but I don't think it's a bad call to have him on SmackDown. There are still certain ways that you can get to that story. Superstar shakeups happen. Drafts happen. All sorts of things happen. People show up on different shows all the time in this world. All Alex. the time. So some good stuff here. They might also be wanting to keep Braun Breaker away from Gunther until there's a way to revisit that. Um, but I liked what we got here. I'm glad that Braun has chosen a brand. I just don't know how you balance this with what's happening in NXT, but he's a great talent. If you're not familiar with him, you've got a lot to look forward to with this guy. He's, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I mean, I wish he, he uh, kept his old name and kind of give that love to, you know, the Steiner brand, but I, you know, WWE has to own it and I'm sure he wasn't going to give that up to them. Sure, and the Steiners got themselves into a little bit of PR trouble that they Maybe. may not want to be associated with at the moment. I don't, so. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> I will fill you in. 
<laughs> but uh but yeah some some good developments as we're getting some more nxt calls for talent that feels like they've been overdue wouldn't be completely surprised if we get to see roxanne perez join uh the bailey and dakota kai side of things as a uh, help to bailey they have very similar natural baby face ways to go about things though she is kind of turning heel-ish it feels like in nxt at the moment we're going to give you a quick rampage rundown before our main event but final call for super chats and humper chats we've got one from jam beard that we're going to get to in just a second but over on rampage which was on at seven o'clock tonight sammy guevara defeats jeff hardy and powerhouse hobbs breaks sammy's back a scary spot in there where jeff Got knocked out by a fly, high-flying maneuver from Sammy Guevara. Stop trying to pin it on people. Don't be weird about whose fault it was. Injuries happen. They suck. Um, it's unfortunate. Things happen. Uh, but that is the result of that match. Brian Cage hates to love Hook and will target him in their trios <laughs> match. Uh, Private Party says they're going to climb up the rankings and win gold. Very nice to see them back to their original persona a little bit. I think that's been a really refreshing thing for them, and just nice to see them both healthy as well. Bullet Club Gold, we'll see FTR next week, a really fun promo that was kicking around on social media out of that one. They're, they speak the same language, these teams. I'm excited to see what we get, but Ruby Soho saying that Soraya is responsible for everything bad that has ever happened to her, and in general, in the world. And uh, you everything. know what, Ruby? Soraya tried to break up your love, so I get it. Dustin Rhodes and the Von Erichs defeating Rocky Romero. Um, Romero Cruz hit in Shimbashi. A lot happening over there. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking uh, I, the numbers game was off in my head as I was reading that, but lots of fun to be had there. Rocky Romero, a part of the AEW front office now as well, and that is awesome. Rocky Romero absolutely rules. Queen Amanada defeating Anna Jay. Willow is pissed at Stokely because uh, Stokely didn't <laughs> help her win on Wednesday. And the Bang Bang Scissor Game defeating the Dark Order. Nice to see them on television. Yeah. And Jay and Jeff and Satnam Singh. So good to see that on Rampage. But we get to the main event of the show, which is The Rock and Roman Reigns. Jim Beard saying, I don't know if I'm in the minority on this, but I was not excited about The Rock coming back. And I'm actively displeasured by it. His wow. stick was fun in the 90s, was tired and old when he came back in the 2010s, and now it's just bad. Wow. Uh, this promo, as we saw at the beginning of the show, was very polarizing. Uh, but let's run down kind of what happens here. We get Roman coming out first. He has such a coolness about him, and he goes away for so long that I got to say, when he does come around consistently, like he sure. walks right back into that with no rust on. Like he is very cool and commanding in the ring, even in things like this, just his facial expressions and his delivery. Ace's yep. stuff, you understand why they strapped a rocket to this guy so hard. But uh, he comes out, and the most important part of this is he says that the rock is a member of the bloodline. The Rock comes out. He calls the crowd inbreds. He says it's a record-setting <laughs> attendance for trailer trash. <laughs> he blames the crowd for oh, them Lord. basically ruining the biggest WrestleMania main event of all time, which I thought was good. But then we started to toe the line into this territory of stuff that I didn't like as much. He starts saying, what is Cody's story? And citing real-life examples of 
teams that lost and then went away. Um, and Cody should just go away kind of like the loser that he is. He's basically a loser that wants a rematch. But the big piece of this being Cody won Royal Rumble, as we talked about. I know. We talked about this pretty extensively at the beginning of the show, so I don't want to harp on it too much. But to me, I loved the shit talk. I'm very glad he's working heel. I feel like um, just leaning into what the crowd was demanding is always the right call. But for me... I don't like the rock stick as much either. I have no nostalgic attachment to it because I was not a part of the attitude era That's following true. at all, but he sounds like this was better than saying Cody's crybabies tonight. Like he sounds more like a badass human being. Um, yeah. I think they're going to have to share the head of the table spot, which is cool. Um, and you're going to get some fun storytelling out of that. I don't know if they're setting up this tag match or not, but I liked what we got out of The Rock a lot more tonight than what we were previously getting before this, including the 2010s run. Now, I am a huge CM Punk mark. So when The Rock came back and he had that like three-segment promo segment or whatever that was with CM Punk, I felt like CM Punk wiped him out in that, and I was pissed to see The Rock take the belt off of Punk. I didn't want that <laughs> to happen. So just as a fan at that point, I was like, that sucks. And then I also felt like CM Punk gave one of the best promos of all time in that. And The sure. Rock was meh. Um, so The Rock has never been like the guy that I was super behind. And he's also not been the guy that I've super hated. But this just feels a lot more natural to have The Rock on the heel side of things here. You get to see a little bit more of what made him more electrifying in my I agree. opinion. Good stuff here just feels like the elephant in the room is like how is cody gonna justify the fact that he gave away his wrestlemania shot to this guy right let me tell you this is a, a big deal this is a huge and and they got it right this is a huge mountain for cody to climb you got one of the biggest stars in pro in professional wrestling from the 90s until now movie star owns the usc fell xfl whatever you want to call it now and i mean he has to find a way to get over this hump and get this championship. And it's it's working. People have gotten behind him. This heel rock persona is something that he's evaded since the late 90s, mid-2000s. You know what I'm saying? Like, It's great to have this back. The nostalgia is there. It's, it's hitting me. This is why I like it so much. You know? And we know that Cody's going to get his uh, his due diligence. So I'm going to write it out. I'm going to let The Rock come out with his fancy $500 sunglasses. I'm going to come out there with his fancy, uh, you know, uh, $5,000 shirt. Because he's going to eventually mention all this. This is that's, that's old school heel rock when he used to talk about his glasses and his shirts. So um, I'm going to enjoy these next couple, what, couple weeks that we got left until. Man, my problem is, is where do we go from here? Right. The Rock comes out. He's eventually maybe he fights Roman, and does he just disappear again? Like, well, are I we think, just are we just here for that initial pop, and then we just go back to normal? Depends on what they set up. If it's a triple threat, I think there's an obvious Rock one on one at SummerSlam or Saudi Arabia. If right. it's a tag match, there's still probably a way to get there. It's just not as clear. So I th I think you're gonna get your head of the table match. I think it's just not that... WrestleMania match. Can I tell you that? That's going to be ginormous. Well, here's the thing that is so silly about this build is everybody wants to see that match. Everyone wants to see it. They just don't want you to undercut Cody and have the title in the picture as a way to get there. So yeah. 
uh, Jam Beard, warming my heart with old CM Punk promo saying, understand when you step in the ring, your arms are just too short to box with God. Oh, so good. That whole promo was incredible. A lot of people go to the second half of the promo of the you're in the little leagues and I'm swinging for the fence stuff. The front yeah. of that promo is some of my favorite heel work ever, 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 ever done. Would recommend going back and looking it up. It might be my favorite CM Punk promo of all time. Definitely my favorite of his WWE run. I think there are some really good stuff in the straight edge society though, but for sure. Will saying, uh, who would have thought <laughs> Scott Steiner would be baby face of the brothers in 2024. Yo, Life is crazy. Well, transphobia will do that to you. And one LT photo closing us out saying, yay, Queen Aminata deserved the graphic. Yeah. yeah. She officially got the graphic tonight. She is in the ROH TV title tournament, and she's doing an excellent job. Uh, tons of reps since she's gotten back. Um all three brands, which is really, really cool. Such presence about her, man. Such presence about her. Jim Beard closing us out. I take it back. You did not close us out, one LT photo. This is who's closing us out. Saying, my question is, if it's a tag match, who takes the pin? Either one of them is your champs and Royal Rumble winner before his title match or The Rock feels like a lose-lose. Probably The Rock so that he can go ballistic. Maybe sure. fight off the rest of the bloodline in the one-on-one -on -one with Cody and Roman sure. as vengeance. And then you get the one-on-one -on -one match between um, Roman mm -hmm. and Rock at SummerSlam or probably in Saudi Arabia. They'll probably want to do it there. The greatest party of the summer, baby. The biggest right. party of the summer. My, I'm sorry. I, I hope that it changes every that. year. It's, yeah, my bad. It's, it's something different every year, but also the same every year. So we'll see what they give us this year. But you get something new on the SmackDown post show every week. So we thank Sean for stopping by earlier today. Yeah, yeah. Coming down the road to Elimination Chamber here, people. Good stuff brewing. Got to get some Aussies on this card, though. We got no Bronson Reed, which made me very sad, though. I think it's because his wife is legit having a baby anytime, like any day now, which is very happy. But I love shoot Bronson baby? Reed. A shoot baby? A shoot baby. <laughs> That's right. A real-life baby. <laughs> We'll see what they do with Grayson Waller, Indy Hartwell, plenty of uh, Australian talent that they've got to get on this card. Give those Aussies what they want, but we're going to let you guys enjoy your weekend. Before we do, Alex Cardoza, where can the good people find you? My friends, you can find me on the Instagrams, always trying to poke fun and poke the bear in some way or form. Uh, <laughs> underscore Alexis Cardoza, but in all realness, I'm... I'm out there having fun and talking wrestling with all of you, which makes me extremely happy. And sometimes I share my inner thoughts, and you guys are always there to cushion me when I'm falling. Uh, you can also follow me on threads at Alexis Cardoza, which is the same thing as Instagram. And uh, stay tuned. We got a lot of work to do and a lot of fun stuff happening out there. And I personally appreciate every single one of you guys that follow me online and my adventures. So thank you so much. We do. Thank you. And you can find me at Miss Kate Fave on social media. Used to be Kate's Degrands on Instagram, but I just headed on over to Miss Kate Fabe over there as well. Uh, you can catch me on Fightful Select every Monday with Alex Pulowski. You can catch me with him tomorrow doing our 500th episode. Congratulations. Of just the Fightful Select ones, not even including, not even including the Tuesday night shows, but that is something that I came in, what, halfway through probably since Alex started doing it and it's been such a fun ride. We're such a wacky, weird little community over there. I and you guys it. are the best. So we're going to have so much fun for our 500th episode. 
but also there every Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays right here on the Fightful main channel covering NXT ROH, which is really picking up steam, and of course, SmackDown and Wednesdays at the Mark Order podcast. Have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend. No collision tomorrow, so no post-show, but stay tuned for Grapsity. We're out of here. We'll see you soon. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.